podcast, Ascenta Insights. I'm your host, Nanda Felding, a senior partner at Ascenta Partners, an executive surgeon in London, where I run the global consumer and brand practice. The pandemic has inspired us to take a fresh approach to our business and leverage one of our greatest assets, our global network of executives. We have launched this Ascenta Insights series to answer specific questions across many business-critical topics. In collaboration with Johanna at Kreiser & Co, a tech entrepreneur and strategic management consultant, I'll be joined by a guest speaker in each episode. These subject matter experts are happy to share their knowledge with you, our global audience. Last week, we had a hugely successful episode on the future of work, which is clearly a hot topic at the moment. Thank you for sharing your positive feedback with us. And as mentioned, this week we will pivot slightly as we are zooming into one industry, one that most of us love and which is a specific creative medium. I'm indeed referring to fashion. Yet it is also an industry that has been on the forefront of the impact of the pandemic and several of the trends we have spoken about during the past weeks and in particular sustainability. Hence today we've invited an industry expert who will share more about fashion and sustainability, how to make it work. Corina Fisher is a senior executive within the product development and production space. With over 20 plus years of corporate experience, companies such as Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph Lauren, LVMH and Prada. She will share her thoughts and subject matter expertise on the transformation in fashion to become a more purposeful and sustainable industry. In particular, she will share three tactical and practical steps for companies and consumers to navigate through together. We hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for joining us today, Karina. Over to you. Thank you, Nanda and the Center Partners, for offering me a platform to share my views on a topic close to my personal and professional fashion, fashion and how to make it more sustainable. What I would like to share with you today is the transformation in fashion to purposeful sustainability in three tactical and practical steps for companies and consumers to navigate through it together. Have you ever contemplated where the fabrics you're wearing come from, whether they're sustainable if the answer is yes, then you're part of a large and important consumer trend. Consumers becoming more aware of how the fashion cycle is affecting the planet. Same as for the food we put in our bodies, for the skincare we put on our bodies. As consumers, we want to know more today about the clothes we wear, get an understanding of what they're made of, how and where they are manufactured, shipped, worn, the cradle-to-cradle -cradle impact they have on our environment. As a consumer, we're increasingly shifting our purchasing decisions as we want to be more mindful and create a cleaner environment through the clothes we wear, of course enhance our well-being and last but not least, look great. So identifying what an eco-responsibly produced garment is by finding our path through the jungle of messaging, marketing and showing off eco-labels becomes today's consumer's challenge. Relying simply on a label like, for example, USDA organic for food is more complicated for fashion as making it is a much more complex and multi-layered process than growing food. One element of a garment can be USDA organic but does not guarantee that the rest of the manufacturing process didn't use toxic chemicals, 
did use renewable energy or was sown in a fair trade factory. As an expert in product development, my intention is to provide you a better understanding and visibility of this multi-layered process. Show the progress that has already been made and what challenges still lay ahead for the fashion industry. An industry that we know now is responsible for 10% of humanity's carbon emissions, there's more than international flights and maritime shipping combined, and the second largest consumer of water worldwide, while 85% of textiles go into landfill each year, just to name these three facts. First, providing clear understanding, I would then like to outline three tactical and practical steps for both companies and consumers to navigate through this journey together and make a change. Because change is not going to happen on the industry side only, while consumers can sit back and wait for new, exciting, sustainable options to be hitting the stores or runways. As consumers, we have a pivotal role to play in participating actively in that sustainable transformation. And the fashion industry, beyond being a platform of branding and marketing clothes, has started taking over the powerful role of conveying sustainability values, helping to raise awareness and shift mindsets to make consuming clothes different and more appealing to their audience. So here's a snapshot of the sustainable transformation fashion has gone through so far. While a few years ago, sustainability was a niche concern, with just a few long-term pioneers taking the threat of climate crisis seriously and shifting their priorities. The shift has since been led by luxury groups and brands as a response to fast fashion's global dominance. Luxury products that embody durability, longer product lifespans and usage across several seasons are a now flourishing second-hand market or rentals in contrast with the overuse of resources and then ending up as landfill. They had to overcome the industry's secrecy around processes, materials and protecting their savoir-faire and shift to sustainable governance, transparency and open communication sound corporate responsibility strategies, creating additional value and making sustainability desirable. Then the cooler designer brands spun the eco-responsibility concern into creative motivation, so sustainability became hip. Social media and celebrities have followed as well, supporting and promoting eco-responsible solutions. Local smaller brands joined the movement along bigger flagship eco-brands and then even fast fashion brands followed the trends, launching green capsules or entire lines. Then the cooler designer brands spun the eco-responsibility concern into creative motivation, so sustainability became hip. Social media and celebrities have followed as well, supporting and promoting eco-responsible solutions. Local smaller brands joined the movement along bigger flagship eco-brands, and then even fast fashion brands followed the trend, launching green capsules or entire lines. Another remarkable trend is that brands from luxury to more mass-market ones have started focusing their investments towards recycling technology companies that can provide more qualitative and reliable recycled materials, from silk-based performance textiles to recycled cotton made from old cotton t-shirts to mushroom-based leather alternatives developed by biomaterials makers. While there are great examples and promising signs, there is still a lot of progress to be made and it would take a broader movement and much higher investments to accelerate progress in sustainable research and development. In my opinion, 
the effect of the pandemic has been an accelerator rather than slowing down the shift to sustainability, and this in several ways. During the first few weeks and months, it was all about emergency strategies first, reviewing already launched production orders, reducing the inventory, downsizing the coming season offer. All of this had to be acted immediately, especially for more mass market producers who operate globally, as shops were closed for long periods and also productivity slowed down. Then coming out of this, everything needed to be reconsidered in a more mindful way for long-term strategy. Quicksolves had to evolve into longer-term, better practices for the entire supply chain. So here's step number one. Reinvent supply chain strategy to create added value for consumers. To start with, fashion companies need to review and reinvent their processes of designing, developing and manufacturing in a more sustainable and purposeful way. The entire supply chain is its own ecosystem that needs to be sustained indefinitely in order to have a true environmental impact. In addition to the pressure of bringing newness and innovation every season to their customers, the principles of sustainability need to be integrated into every step of the cycle of creation and development. At the start of the process, the sourcing of raw materials, such as fabrics and all other components of a garment, needs to be mindful of eco-responsible ways to grow cotton, usage of viscose fibers from renewable forests, printing and dyeing without the use of harmful and polluting chemicals, providing recycled options of pre- or post-consumer wool or cashmere, or even polyester, just to give a few examples. The geographical origin of raw materials becomes strategic too, in order to reduce the carbon footprint of shipping ingredients around the globe. This means that the product development teams in charge of sourcing and manufacturing need to have a holistic approach and propose to the design teams sustainably viable options from the start on. Circularity is another aspect of eco-responsibility in fashion. It is a different design philosophy that integrates the circular component of reusing materials and products and designing carefully in order to avoid waste and usage of toxic chemicals, as well as using regenerative materials instead of virgin materials. Going forward, sustainability cannot just be reflected in how the product is being brought to the market, but also in the size of the offer and the cadence of deliveries. Curating the offer according to less but better, more thoughtful and better, longer-lasting quality product and more thoughtfully timed deliveries. Just to put this into perspective, fashion companies went from an average of two collections per year in 2000 to five in 2011. Some fast fashion brands offer even more, 12 to 24 collections per year. While people bought 60% more garments in 2014 than in 2000, they kept the clothes for only half that long. By moving to more sensible and sustainable fashion calendars, shifting delivery cadences so clothes are matching to the weather, and by avoiding the vicious circle to deliver earlier and earlier, this can then also provide space to test smaller projects, like designing upcycled capsules of product or capsules connected to purposeful causes a brand stands for, and to drop them in a more mindful way. Special editions made to order using recycled materials available only in limited quantities could be another example of producing responsibly and creating value.
from my experience, first in design and then over 20 years in product development, the key element of success for any change or improvement of strategy relating to product is a close and trusted relationship between design and product development. In order to embed sustainability at every step, teams need to work in sync and share the same mindset as every decision, every element will have an impact on environment and on people. Strong technical expertise and a strategic mindset need to support creative teams to succeed in their mission of designing strong product in an eco-responsible way. Talent needs are shifting as well. Hiring experts to lead and train and nurturing internal talent by providing learning opportunities and then empowering them to use their knowledge and newly acquired skills. Building trusted relationships with suppliers is of course key as well, so they are on board with shared values of responsible labor practices, workers' health and safety, as well as social and environmental compliances. As suppliers are investing in new technologies that reduce wastage of water, energy and other resources, there is a potential for brands to support them in this effort by partnering and investing. So here's step two. Metrics and transparency for continuous improvement. All these sustainable efforts, from the percentage of usage of organic cotton to partnering with socially and environmentally responsible suppliers, need to be constantly measured versus the defined goals to see how the company is doing. These metrics can be used to showcase and message progress, building consumers' trust and interest, but also to re-evaluate, course-correct and improve where necessary. For sure, the finish line is moving, but every small step counts. There is constant innovation in upcycling, repurposing and certifying, which keeps transforming the landscape of sourcing and manufacturing. This progress is also helping to make sustainability more affordable and more accessible for a wider range of brands, as sustainability comes as everything else with a certain price tag and needs to be cleverly calculated into a product's making-off budget. I find this dynamic of measuring the progress we make while moving forward most rewarding, and it also helps brands to be able to formulate a clear message of transparency that still keeps evolving to their consumer, who then, by buying product from a brand, becomes part of the sustainable journey and its progress. Picking a clear lane in what a brand wants to communicate to their customer and to do so honestly and in a meaningful way is key, as it otherwise becomes either a confusing science project, limited to an endless CS report on a company's website, or just superficial greenwashing. Explaining the sustainable components or the way a product has been eco-responsibly manufactured adds strong value to a product, and building factful product storytelling should be an integral part of the cycle of creation and development of the product. Step 3. Live and work through purpose. As I mentioned beforehand, based on our increased environmental consciousness, we want to better understand the eco-responsible value of garments in a new equation that does not only include the price-value components, but eco-responsible and socially engaged values we align with and care about. So beyond offering strong and desirable product, Brands who, in addition, successfully manage to connect with their consumers, engaging by communicating their purposeful values and sustainability efforts, build valuable consumer loyalty and trust in the long term 
which will impact their businesses beyond sales. As Eric Litke greatly explains in Essenta's podcast episode number 13, making a difference and seeing purpose as a key driver is what ensures engaged employees as well as winning the hearts of consumers and driving consumer loyalty. Lisa Thomas emphasizes in episode 16 as well how being purpose-led is good for your people and customers and community while detailing the power of purposeful businesses to retain and motivate their employees. I believe that employees, especially from younger generations, want to identify with the values of the company they're working for and experience a connection, not only superficially by wearing the brand's clothes. In my field of the fashion business, I've seen sustainability as a powerful driver of motivation and engagement for my teams and their cross-functional partners. It made them work harder to collectively reach goals and show pride in defending shared values. I have also experienced that naming someone in my team was particularly passionate about the company's eco-responsible strategy, our sustainability ambassador, who reports collective progress that has been made and connects teams in their efforts, is federating an efficient team dynamic as well as valuing these ambassadors individually. I hope that by sharing some inside information about fashion sustainable transformation and the three steps, reinvent supply chain strategy to create added value for consumers, metrics and transparency for continuous improvement, live and work through purpose, we will continue the journey together and all look great while contributing to save the planet. Thank you for listening and Nanda, back to you. Excellent. Thank you, Corina, for this insightful content. And we hope that three steps are of value to our audience. It can help fashion companies with a transformation to become more sustainable. As you mentioned, talent will be key. And it is fascinating and exciting to see how some of this year's trends are truly pushing new org designs that enhance and require collaboration, which I personally believe will be the key work for 2021, both internally and externally. It is incredible we are reaching the end of the year. And next week will be the final Ascenta Insights episode of 2020. Please join us for the grand finale and consider sharing your feedback with us in the meantime. We love to hear from you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.